Hey everybody, Kevin Grossman here, president of Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards. More exciting things coming from the candies. Our 2021 candy benchmark research is going to be available very soon. Candy Experience Day 2022 will happen January 26th and more on that soon. And will also help us kick off the 2022 program year so you can start benchmarking your candidate experience again in the new year. To learn more, go to thetalentboard.org. Enjoy the podcast and happy holidays. Stabilization doesn't mean it's going to be like it was in 2019 or 15 or any other time before. It just means that this new normal that we've created with, you know, remote workforce, the unemployment challenges, the labor market participation rates that we've seen the last six to seven months, I kind of see that continuing, you know, for several months into 2022. You're listening to the Candy Shop Talk podcast brought to you by Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards Benchmark Research and hosted by Kevin W. Grossman. Talent Board is the first nonprofit research organization focused on elevating and promoting a quality candidate experience. The Candy Shop Talk podcast welcomes Darren Findlay, president of Recruitment Solutions at Engage to Excel, creating engaging candidate and employee experiences from pre-hire to retirement and a proud candy sponsor. Listen in on how improving candidate experience impacts recruiting and the business bottom line. Darren, thank you so much for joining me on the Candy Shop Talk podcast. Happy New Year to you. You are the president of Recruitment Solutions at Engage to Excel and one of our key sponsors and supporters here at the Candies, as we're known in the industry. So before we dive into the rest of the show, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do today. Thanks, Kevin. Happy New Year to you as well. We're, uh, we made it to 2022. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we weren't sure along the way if we were going to make it or not, but we did. So that's We did. Right? So, <laughs> it is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've got the honor of leading a team of great recruiters and sourcing specialist part of the recruitment solutions practice at Engage to Excel. I've been recruiting since I was in college, so going on 30 plus years now. So started out recruiting for the university that I was in and uh, that morphed into the contingent space and then to what has now become RPO before it was called RPO. Just helping run those organizations, helping think about with our clients, help them craft solutions to generate candidate generation strategy, to engagement strategy to this recruiting strategy and how we can plug in and help them out for a long time now. So what did, what did you call it before RPO then? You know, back in the 90s, it was just project recruitment. You know, it, just, it was just different. And we started out in the, in the late 90s doing a project for Sprint when Sprint first got their funding. And their initial go-to-market strategy was opening up contact centers. They opened up eight contact centers for about 12 hundred hires a piece all across the U.S. And that was my first experience in, in what became RPO. So it was great. I loved it. That's excellent. So speaking, so you've been in recruitment for just a little bit of time, right? And so, but, and you know uh, better than anybody who, especially who's been in the space for 20 plus years, we are in an upside down bonkers world continuing. We've never been where we're at today as it relates to recruiting and hiring and, and the tight labor market and employees still quitting and, and record numbers. And I mean, there's so many things that are going on. Obviously, we're, we're still dealing in the middle of a pandemic. We were hoping to move beyond it. Maybe we will this year, but right now we're stuck again. And you do a lot of work. I know some past presentations, Darren, that you've given at the candies at different events that we've run based on some of the labor market trends that you've been watching and seeing what should we expect? 
like now. And I'm not asking you for a crystal ball because God, nobody can predict anything was going to happen tomorrow. But what do you think is going, what's going to continue to happen? It has been kind of an upside down bonkers, you know, kind of, kind of market. And, um, I am a labor market data geek. So you called that right. Yeah. So I do, that's what I do to relax is I read labor market data. <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy, but here's what I think slash hope, right? So part of it is kind of a, crystal ball prediction part of it is just kind of what i hope is going to happen in 2022 and i think we're going to see some stabilization and that doesn't mean we're going to go back to what it was just to be really clear you know stabilization doesn't mean it's going to be like it was in 2019 or 15 or any other time before it just means that this new normal that we've created with you know remote workforce the unemployment challenges the labor market participation rates that we've seen the last six to seven months i kind of see that continuing you know for several months into 2022 and then you know when you look at the labor participation rate it ticked up just ever so slightly to like 61.9 percent last month and it's been really stable all year long around 61.7 for most of 2021 right so it's a little bitty sign of improvement along the way but you know unemployment's down to 4.2 percent lower than it was in March of 2020 when this all hit, you know? So we're back to a very tight labor market. And um, when you look at some of the positive signs, so you've got this long-term unemployment rate is down to like 1.3%. So that's actually gotten a whole lot better the last 18 months. That's a real positive sign. And the continuous uh, unemployment claims, they're at the lowest they've been since September of 19. So when you think about people that are continuing to have these unemployment claims, it's the lowest that it's been since September of 19. And then 800,000 plus jobs, I think, were created according to ADP in December. So I think there's some good news kind of sprinkled in there, even though we have a long ways to go to a full recovery. Um, I think we're seeing some things that, in my mind, indicate some level of stabilization for the next six months. And I'll probably be proved really wrong on that. So Well sure. I mean I know we're still dealing with inflation and that is is going to continue for a while. And there's a lot of other, you know, in economic fluctuations that are going on, but companies are struggling to fill positions and recruitment is 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 super hot. And I was just I just saw somebody post, I guess, on both LinkedIn and Indeed, just the sheer volume of recruiting positions open. And so and I know and you run RPO and and, and services and, you know, I mean, it's it is recruitment is very hot. And, you know, we went from last year from, you know, because as you know, in a downturn, it's the first to go in an upturn. It's it's the one of the ones that come back and it's been kind of this frenetic of coming back so that's that's also fascinating too right to have that the even just the recruiter market at the same time be super hot so it's good i mean i i hope that that's the case i mean i know that if we can get over this latest omicron hump of the pandemic and you know move towards the endemic stage <laughs> of like this is this is just going to be here like the cold or the flu and let's live let's let's live our lives and and etc i hope that we can get there sooner than later in in this particular but let's let's jump to some even better news so thanks for sharing that with us too but recently i think it was the end of last year in fact or you can be more specific with me that you and three other of your leaders at engage to excel were named to the hro today 2021 hr provider and practitioner superstars list that sounds super duper tell us what does that mean darren what exactly what what is that what was that all about it's quite an honor yeah and to have four of us from one organization 
uh, nominated and selected was just a huge honor for all of us. And so, you know, when you think about our organization, we're pretty unique, you know, in the market that we help organizations both find and keep top talent. And we're the only one that's been listed in the HRO Baker's Dozen for both recruitment, recognition, and employee engagement surveys. And so that's a really unique approach and what we offer, but it's also kind of a a validation that our broad approach in the market is being really adopted and accepted in the marketplace. So Andrea Shepard and I were nominated on the recruiting side, and then Phil Stewart and Jeff Jelinas on the recognition side kind of validates our strategy. But we're just, at the end of the day, it's our teams that do all the hard work, and we're kind of getting some of the honor for it, you know, but they're the ones that are doing the hard work and spending time with our clients and making sure that they help them find and keep top talent. So they're the superstars. They really are. Yeah, no, I agree with you. We have a small growing team ourselves at at Talent Board too, and I I tell you, there would we wouldn't be anywhere without them, without the team executing and delivering on this work. So that's great on those on the kudos. So congratulations there. And for the work that your team's doing, dig in a little bit deeper about the recruitment solutions, because you did say not only from recruitment to also on jumping in the retention recognition side, too. So talk about those solutions and some of the, the challenges that we've already kind of outlined that's in the market right now that you're helping them address today. Yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's, again, kind of the market that we're in, right? And so we're trying to help them solve different challenges to find and keep that top talent. So we really see, like three or four things. Number one is you got so many recruitment departments that were decimated, you know, at the beginning. And so them trying to staff that back up, but not really sure how many do we go back and hire? How many can we bring back? Oh, wait, we can't get them back. They've moved on now, you know? So helping kind of augment some of those uh, recruiting departments has been a big piece of what we've done this past year. But then it kind of comes back to how do you get candidates engaged and source that talent to fill hard to fill jobs? And hard to fill jobs is not just the purple squirrel anymore. You know, it's the the warehouse roles, you know, the logistics roles, it's the supply chain roles. I mean, it's any kind of role you can think of has now become a hard to fill role with the lack of labor that's participating in the labor market. So sourcing those hard to fill jobs, helping them really kind of keep up the sheer volume of positions. So with the great resignation, the other thing we've seen is say, hey, we still have our entire recruiting staff, but we can't handle the workload. So they've engaged us many times on an RPO standpoint to come in and create this program where we help augment what they're doing through RPO. So you've got the contract recruiters, the RPO, and the strategic search that are all kind of out there. And then, again, depending on kind of where they are from a maturity standpoint, we're doing a lot of top performer studies and talent acquisition audits just to help them gain insights into how to go find these people that they really need to operate and then what does their process look like. So the, the thing I wanted to kind of... I did read another piece recently too that job openings in like retail, hospitality and other related hourly industries or parts of industries. This is like the highest number of job openings ever. What are there specific industries that engage to excel? excels in or is it across the board what are some of the industries that you focus in the most that's the thing that's kind of unique about us kevin is that when you look at the recognition business so that was kind of the original it's been around 130 years this year you believe that right 130 year old company your your business our company has been around 130 years yes right the recognition right right recognition side so they've been around a long time so there's uh, 4,500 customers and they really are spread out across all different kinds of industries. And so intentionally, we are also spread out across all different industries. And so when you look at our book of business, so to speak, right, 
we're intentionally diverse, both with our workforce and with our client base, right? Because that's just how we're made up as an organization. So whether it's manufacturing or sales roles or HR roles or IT roles, it really is a great blend across the board. So when I get the question, like, what do you specialize in? Well, I can't say really anything because we kind of have a little bit of it all, which is good and bad in my mind. So yeah, it is. I'm, I'm sure it's good to have that across base of, of business, right? Across industries. And sometimes people are looking for vertical focus too, but I mean, all good. We have the recruiters, right? That are vertically focused. And that's kind of the, the difference in what we do. So these recruiters that are going to recruit in the IT space, you've got to know that space. And those recruiters are just focused in that space, right? If you're a sales and marketing recruiter, you really have to have the skills and unique insights to go recruit for that, but we apply that across a broad base of customers and industries. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention for the listeners too, speaking of recognition, part of what you do for us and have for the past couple of years is produce, manufacture, and distribute the candy awards that we give away. Isn't that cool? So, it's kind of fun. Yeah, fun it's, us, it's, right? oh, it's, it's awesome. It's so great. And again, for those who are listening and were like Candy Award, well, part of our namesake is the Candidate Experience Award. So the companies who have above average ratings in our research that we do every year, we shout from the rooftops for them and name them publicly and, and then give them awards. And um, I want to, so thank you, Darren and team and yeah. Sharon. Duncan. They're fabulous awards. And again, we've been giving them away since the beginning of the candies, but you've been helping with those for the past couple of years. And thank you for that. Back to your solutions though. So the thing that I, I'm just curious about is, and you've already highlighted some things, obviously going from recruitment to retention and recognition is part of your differentiation. What what else is your competitive edge that you that you can share with us? Yeah, so two things. I'll go back to that, you know, the original conversation around the candy awards, you know, and you think about our heritage and recognition and, you know, kind of our customer base on that side of the business with what we also do, you know, we just are honored to be able to do that. And when I first met you several years ago, we first started having the conversation, that actually was the first thing that came mind let us help you with these awards and this recognition because that's what we do so that is kind of what's unique in our approach so when you think about you know how do we differentiate from our competitors or whatever it might be the agile approach is real so whether it's one job from a strategic search standpoint our executive recruiters do a great job finding those candidates with unique skill sets whether it's a contract recruiter program that morphs into rpo to help them with process and candidate experience and something that's unique that we do is we create an onboarding experience as well so for our RPO customers, every candidate that's hired receives a welcome gift that's branded to that company that we're working with to their home. And that's different. It doesn't, they don't have to show up on the first day to get it. They get it delivered to their home. It's a surprise, it, surprise and delight kind of model. And it's all branded for those customers. But it begins to you know, kind of validate that they made the right decision, that they're going to go to a company that appreciates them, that cares about them, and thinks about the experience, not just from day one, but even before that. And so that that's pretty unique, you know, across the board. And, and that's all part of our engagement science that we use, as well as our recognition technology that's all kind of cobbled together, right? And so we've got the we got the recruiting solutions technology, this candidate engagement platform that is directly connected to our engagement platform. So when someone starts, you hit the easy button because it's easy for me to do that, right? I click the easy button and then that welcome box shows up at that candidate's home and creates a great experience, you know, for them. So we, what we found too, that's just a little tiny wrinkle in our research data, but when the, the more that, the more engagement that happens before day one, and also when there are, is the opportunity for kind of a welcome package gift 
that kind of a thing. That definitely is a nice bump, not only in positive candidate experience and you know, obviously for being a new hire, but it also kind of helps with the retention out of the gate too, right? And so we find we see that in the data. It definitely does. There is a relationship there between those things that happen and their affinity to that organization right out of the gate. And that's extremely critical today with everybody jumping ships and going here and going there. And it's in its whatever you want to call it, right? The great reshuffle. There's a bit of variety of names, but that's kind of what it is too, though. It is not just people, it's not people just leaving the workforce and not going back. It's just going elsewhere and we're starting their own things too. So Darren, how do you help your customers? So give us some, you know, what are some of the reporting measurement indicators of the work that you do that shows that you're hitting those measures of success with your particular customers, especially with the, with the leadership teams that, you know, have or signing your checks, right? What are you delivering to them so they know this is working? Obviously the hire, obviously the you hire. You gotta get a hire, right? If they don't start, if they don't start, that's a problem. Okay, so going back to the very previous question, thing we were just talking about those welcome boxes. We found that those welcome gifts increase our show rate by 20%. And so when you think about high volume recruiting, whether it's customer service jobs or retail jobs or whatever it is, right? You have so many people that fall out of the process between the time they accept the offer and the time they start. You know, so we've just found that, you know, think about it, let's start measuring that for you today. What's your benchmark on that? And then how can we improve it? And that's kind of our perspective on all the different measurements that we do, you know, whether it's submit to hire ratios, whether it's the days to present the candidate that's hired, which is kind of a unique, you know, it's not unique to us completely, but it is a unique metric to talk about because you find out that, hey, we'll submit the candidate you're going to hire in 14 days. Well, your time to fill is 63 days. What's up with that? Right. So then how we begin to measure each of those steps in the process to make it more efficient, more effective, and also an engaging experience for both the candidate and the hiring manager, because the hiring manager really does have the control there, although they don't always feel like it. Well, and they don't always deliver the best experience either. <laughs> but I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that that when those partnerships are, are are strengthened, because we talk about candidate experience a lot, but the recruiting and hiring process, it's all also about the recruiters, their experiences, how they feel about their, their jobs, their roles, and that relationship with the hiring managers and their role in this, because all of those things connect. Because I mean, candidate ghosting has been on the rise for years now, and it's definitely spiked this year and, and last year. And it is something that we always used to kind of relate to the employer side. It's the employer that's ghosting me. But but now candidates are, you know, I don't recommend that candidates do that, but it's something that's been happening. So it's great to hear about how you're delivering the, the, the work at the end of the day and, and how it's being received by leadership. So is there something top secret that you can share with us, Darren, that's coming up for Engage to Excel? I promise I won't tell anybody, but um, is there something that you're looking forward to in 2022 with your with the organization? Well, it was a super top secret, I could tell you, then I'd have to take you out. I'm not going to do that. So, um, you know, I think, I think for us, it's just more focused on the hiring manager that we just talked about. Uh, Dr. Jack this last year, Dr. Jack Wise, our chief scientific officer, just published a book about the employee-centric manager. And so when you think about, you know, what are the things that employees are looking for in managers, not just the entire experience from their managers, it's really helping coaching those managers and helping them through the process. And then again, we think about the entire process from pre-hire to retirement, and the hiring manager is the fulcrum of that, right? They're right in the center. So they're involved in the hire. They're also involved in the keep, you know, the find in the keep. So helping them get better every single day is really what's a big piece of our strategy going into 2022. 
We're going to be doing some technology updates and enhancements our own technology along the way. Expanding, you know, our international presence is a big piece of what we're doing this year as well. So we're going to continue to expand in Poland, the Philippines, and India, which we already have footprints there. We're just going to grow those footprints a little bit. And really just try to take this year and focus more on our clients and just helping them out. You know, building those relationships deeper, doing more consulting work with them on their process and things. So just really looking forward to a great year in 2022. That's great. And, so, and as as are we, as, as are we, because no matter what the world looks like at the end of the day, Darren, we know every year communication and feedback loops are always critical differentiators in a better candidate experience, recruiter experience, and hiring manager across the board, right? It doesn't matter what the world looks like. Those things are constant and should never change. And yet companies do struggle with them because of those business impacts. So all things considered, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is we're always talking about work, 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 always work. So what else does Darren like to do besides work? I mostly like to work. <laughs> besides your, well, no, 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 it's okay. But besides your hobby of, of, you know, being kind of an econ junkie, I'm, I am myself a little bit too. That's fine. What else? You know, COVID has put such a, a damper on all the fun, right? And so what, what I have, the last couple of years have migrated to um, more hunting trips. And I'm a terrible hunter because I really just like to go for the social aspect of it. So I got to go duck hunting and sit in the blind and talk to my buddies and distract them from their, what their goal is. And they're going out in the woods and sitting here with my godson and, you know, looking for a turkey and deer. It just really is a, a great way because you quit thinking about work when you do that. And it gives you a chance to really recharge and, and focus on something totally different every time I do it. So I'm not much of a hunter, but I'm a big watcher now uh, of those hunting trips. So. I really enjoy that, and just being out outdoors is really nice. Did you enjoy some wild duck uh, in the past year, and, and venison, or yeah, mostly turkey and duck. Yeah, turkey and duck. Okay, very nice. There you go. Yeah, we've got we've got a we've got a duck blind that we built out of an old barn uh, several years ago and put it out by a pond. And a year and a half ago, a goose decided to build a nest on top of the duck blind. So it's really really incognito now so the next thing is part of the landscape i guess so, so right <laughs> wow but you couldn't i guess you couldn't ask for more natural camouflage then right that's right that's oh right. my goodness well darren listen thanks so much for being on the candy shop talk podcast and thanks for all your support and look forward to seeing you in person at some of our things coming up this year so hopefully in february that's right we're planning on it fingers crossed i know thanks again and we'll talk to you soon okay sounds good thanks for having me on kevin good talking to you Thank you for listening to another episode of the Candy Shop Talk podcast. For more information about Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards and Benchmark Research, visit www.thetalentboard.org.